Yo, 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 what is good, y'all? My name is A Sincere Young Cinny. We're gonna jump right into it because this is a quick dive. And if yes. you know the trend to Soundflick podcast, our quick dives are never quick. So let's go ahead and try to fix that. We're trying. On We're my trying. right hand virtual side. Skywalker Mike. Gang. And this is your boy Narik. That's cool. Hey, what's good, brethren? How you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing wonderful, man. Actually, Here to just, talk about this what if yeah. right now. Yeah. So we'll be covering uh, episodes six through nine. So if you didn't catch one through five, go click that. It's on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and everything. But this one, we will be covering the last four. And pretty much starting off after the zombie episode, mm-hmm. uh, we got the Eric Killmonger episode. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Yeah. Which is um, a pretty jump... crazy com- concept, yeah. honestly. Because it's like, very early in the timeline for Killmonger. First yeah, episode, yeah. First episode, yes. first movie, technically. First movie, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. much like it. It takes place in the frame of Iron Man One, um, but then it also has a Black Panther aspect yeah. to it. Yeah, um, so right. like, it's crazy. They kind of like condense the whole years. Like literally, Black Panther happened what ten years after Iron Man. Right. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy that they finally brought that, and they included the Ten Rings, even though obviously they were part right. of the episode. Uh, I mean, the first movie. Uh, it it uh, gave Iron me Man. the vibes of. Oh, I literally lost my train of thought. It, it just gave me the vibes that oh, kind of like how Loki did. How Loki was basically picked up from where the first Avengers started, so it basically negated all the character development we got from loki yeah okay. yeah so so that that's the kind of idea i got when started watching this um and at this point we we finally recognize that what if is basically not just like lore but it's like it's very like possible and true to these characters yeah yeah i mean yes. a lot of these a lot of the stories i think if all if not all the stories are 100 percent canon so it's it's going to be very interesting going forward. But um, in this episode, not only does Killmonger save Tony Stark, Tony Stark doesn't turn into Iron Man or has the will to, you know, save himself and mm-hmm. and turn into Iron Man then. So right. it kind of hinders him from becoming that um, Avenger and saving the pretty much the whole galaxy. He, he just continues to be the, the weapons manufacturer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than becoming the weapon. If that makes sense. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. I mean, I like how they highlighted his alcoholism a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is like kind of true to the character. The right. Like he didn't, he didn't really like grow. I spilled you my McKellen, so that should be a war crime. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know? Damn. But it's, you know, it's funny. Killmonger kind of took on like, like it made me feel like, uh, like Peter, you know, like that was, mm. that was to Iron Man. That was like Spider-Man. He was like waiting yeah. for somebody who was yeah. just as smart as him that he can create things yeah. with and uh when they were constructing you know the um the, the armor together yeah the gundam pretty much <laughs> the gundams yeah uh i that that's what it reminded me of which yeah which is pretty dope. yeah yeah i think that he, tony said uh if we don't succeed at least we created the largest working gundam and i was like <laughs> and, and even eric Kilmarger's like what i love anime i like that's yeah, it's just a which is a weird. dope callback to him wearing Vegeta's colors and kind of having like a Vegeta right. outfit on, which is which is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I think it's safe to say, like, I remember the debate when Black Panther first came out. Everybody was like, "Killmonger's not a villain; he's an anti-hero." But I'm just like, "Yeah, this guy's he, this guy's a villain. Yeah, he's bro. a villain. He's a villain. 
Straight he up. only works for himself. I mean, this whole episode, he's super deceptive, just really getting like trying to get into people's good graces and then automatically right. like flipping it. And I mean, just like in Black Panther, you know, he didn't really have a side. It was always pretty much the same object- objective he was trying to do in Black Panther was the right. same one here, just in a mm-hmm. different way and trying to attack Wakanda and then fight with them. Yeah, he still had that plan. And uh, which was pretty crazy, like how how they made it happen and made it make sense with including um, Rhodes in there and including right. T'Challa also. And, and, and Claw, Ulysses Claw. And Claw, yeah. you know, so they kind of had a little bit of Age of, Age of Ultron mm-hmm. in there too, um, which was interesting because without um, Tony becoming Iron Man, Ultron right. never existed in that, mm-hmm. in that reality. Right. So they had to yeah. kind of like fill that void. The um, power vacuum. Exactly. You know, and that that was pretty cool just kind of seeing seeing that. And then he ended up taking out Rhodes and T'Challa, which I didn't think that they would kill off T'Challa in a one-if episode. Yeah, man. And they I I mean when they had him in that coffin, you know, the floating coffin, and then I said Wakanda forever in the Wakanda letters, like Mm -hmm. that was like that just hit harder than just Black Panther dying in an episode, you know? Right. Yep. yep. I mean, that's Chadwick Boseman, you know? So. Yeah, it seems like they did everything they can to honor Chadwick yeah. in every episode that he was in. Because obviously, when we first started watching this, we thought we were getting one episode. Right. Yeah, I, thought, just, I thought it was going to be, yeah, I thought that was it. And then he was, I think he has the most appearances in episodes. And definitely. Maybe, maybe Tony Stark Tony, and Captain yeah, I think Marvel. Tony. Yeah, I think Tony has has he had like five or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. in every episode. And there was there was one where he actually didn't the, the episode didn't come through, but we'll talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I noticed about the episode is that I don't. The, it, it's something that was talked about early in the season about absolute points or things that yeah. can't be changed mm-hmm. or altered, mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try. Mm-hmm. And he even talks about it in the kind of like in the last episode with the Infinity Stones. But I feel like Eric Killmonger is never supposed to be the actual Black Panther and he can never mm-hmm. do it. Like it won't ever right. happen no matter how hard he tries. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was something pretty interesting that I caught on to. I think it's yeah. more so he can never win. Like it, yeah. like no matter what, like kind of like uh, with the Doctor well, Strange. Kind of like Loki. Yeah, Loki can never win. That's his absolute point. Right. But I, I agree with Skywalker on Killmonger always like having something up his sleeve. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that he'll ever be fully good. I don't think we'll ever see that. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because, you know... It's cool, though. Like I mean, he, he yeah. plays the character well, and, I mean, right. to change the character just to make him win like that, it, it wouldn't... It, it would just alter the whole chemistry of the, the character itself. Yeah. Right. This episode was definitely one of the episodes where I felt like, okay each episode is connecting into another. You know, the only right. time I really felt that was um, with the first episode with Aaron Carter, with Aaron Carter, with Agent Carter, um, you know, because it had like that extra with with her coming out of, um, you know, whatever, I guess like, was it Tesseract? Coming out of the Tesseract and, mm. and meeting with Nick Fury. So I was like, okay, there's going to be some continuation. But yeah. every episode after that kind of like fulfilled like even if it left off on a cl- on a cliffhanger, it right. just like fulfilled the story, right? Yeah. And then this one kind of ended in a cliffhanger where I was like, oh wait, they're kind of leading up to something. Like yeah. this is this is gonna turn into something. Yeah, yeah. This next one, the Thor 
in Las Vegas. If pretty much if Thor never had Loki as his brother. Yeah. So the episode title, episode yeah. seven of What If is What If Thor were an only child, where Odin does not keep Loki for himself and gives him back to his people. Um, mm. Norik, I know you know the name. I'm, spa- I'm spacing Frost out. Giants? The Frost Shots. Jotunheim. Yeah, there you go. Jotunheim. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 It's that that Loki is given back to the Jotunheim. And it's funny because you got that meme off of it where like Loki in the MCU, very small and scrawny. Then you get, uh, you know, the, the, the what if. Yeah, the yeah, Frost Giant version. Yeah, biggest shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They actually yeah. showed that Loki, the blue Frost Giant one in the Loki show and, and the little hologram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I thought was really cool. And, you know, I think a lot of people were looking forward to that. They were like, what if Loki actually grew to be a giant yeah. like him just being blue yeah. isn't really enough but him yeah. being a giant is crazy it's cool that they still included loki into the episode instead of just yeah. leaving him out altogether. and yeah he wasn't um as mischievous as he usually is um but maybe that also has to do with him not having thor as his brother you know, well because yeah, he, he probably he plays mischief. both ways yeah. he's not the god of mischief right he's not the god of mischief technically in in that multiverse um, he's yeah yeah loki, technically he's not he, yeah yeah, he's Loki. Uh, Frost giant. Yeah, yeah. When well, you're well, when you're in last Asgard, um, Lafison. Lafison. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Loki. Loki. Lafison. So yeah. I thought, um, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect from the Party Thor episode. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be like comic relief and like a play at yeah. like Thor, the movie itself. But it turned out to be a lot better than I thought. I liked. Yeah. I liked the incorporation of. Captain Marvel and seeing them fight was really. I think that was my favorite part of the whole episode, just them fighting across the world like Invincible. You know how yeah, this is hands down my favorite Mm -hmm. episode. But it's not only that, but like we get a lot of people from the MCU in it, and even if yeah, we get and they're just like scattered around. So many like 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 Thor has the ability to pull these people together just to party. So and then especially getting the scrolls like no you do me you do me like he, I think when he yeah. was leaving he's like alert the realms or something like that and so yeah. they're going to Midgard and stuff like that <laughs> yeah that that is probably the dopest part of that of that episode and I feel like it's one of those episodes that if you watch it over and over again you're gonna find somebody new that you miss yeah just in the background sure. I'm sure that the creators had a good time kind of like With that who can we put that. yeah who can we put in it and I bet. That there's even people that we haven't seen come to the MCU as yet yeah. that we just didn't recognize mm-hmm. or didn't see the form that they're in. in there. There's exactly. Um, this episode is a lot more lighthearted than most. I think, mm-hmm. if not the most lighthearted one, right? Um, because of the, I mean, other than the ending, you know, it was literally. I think the watcher was talking to. I think it was about. It's kind of like a happily ever after type thing, and then mm-hmm. the whole thing caught him off guard and. Out of nowhere, just Ultron appeared in this episode. Yeah, for for like a few seconds. Yeah. Right. Well, so it, it comes full circle, right? It be, it comes full circle from it being very lighthearted compared to the other episodes that are very serious, very dark, but also hints to something greater being, no, yeah, greater being done. Which of course it's something we get the Watcher can't even Ultron. see coming. Which is nuts, bro. It's literally <laughs> just just like the way Jonathan Majors or Kang was just like I, I fibbed. You know, yeah, I mean? like, like I can't see point. everything, but I don't mm-hmm. think the watcher actually knew that he couldn't see something coming. I think mm-hmm. he always thought he could see like whatever's coming. So mm-hmm. that that definitely surprised him. And you can tell by the way he was reacting. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Pretty cool. Episode, so you know, 
Yeah, Very I liked cool. it. I liked that it took place in Vegas. I like the, <laughs> yeah. you know, just kind of like the the. Uh, I love Vegas. The aesthetic. So I know Vegas. You called my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you called my mom. Yeah, yeah. Frigga was in it, and then yeah. uh, it was funny when nobody wanted to clean up, and then he's like, "All right," and he gets like all out. He's like, "You will listen to me. My, <laughs> my mother is coming." Frigga. Everybody <laughs> she is mad. Everybody's like Frigga. Yeah, yeah, man. She's so, not one to she's not one to play with. Yeah. She taught Loki all, all, all of his magic, mm-hmm. which is why he's not the god of mischief because exactly. Frigga taught him the ma- the magic. But yeah, um, yeah, I I thought it was cool. I thought that it was it was nice for the actors to kind of let loose, especially yeah. like Chris Hemsworth. He got <laughs> to be the most Thorist Thor that he could ever yeah. become. And yeah, uh, that was like that was pretty dope. I mean, obviously he was all bronze, no brains, no brains, right. So yeah, that was pretty cool. And Jane still was the one to encounter him first, kind of absolute point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's th- some things that will never change throughout yeah. the universe. There's just some mm-hmm. things that are, even if it's a little different, that one point will always meet. I think. Mm-hmm. So like this that's podcast. So it's a, a, re- a reoccurring. Yeah. yeah, it's a reoccurring thing throughout all universes. Just this absolute point. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, this yep. next episode, they just episode ramp it eight, up. What if Ultron won? Right. <laughs> so it basically picks up where where the hint left off on episode seven, where we get Ultron, but we get Ultron if he was finally combined with the Vision. Yeah. If he got his body, if he if was he got if to, he got his yeah. organic body. Exactly. And yeah, I think um, this is like my favorite episode for sure. Yeah, I'm like, with you on one. that. I'm with you on that for sure. This is the one that. Um, made me aside from from strange strange supreme mm. um yeah. this is the one that like i that feel like two, na- for sure yeah just narratively i was just kind of like okay this can go somewhere and i thought it was gonna be honestly went like i thought it was gonna be just him getting vision's body and then like something to do with scarlet witch and like maybe mm. like a wandavision kind yeah. of like change that they were gonna do but as soon as they showed Thanos coming through mm-hmm. and then he just like lit him up and then he took the the stones, I was yeah. like, okay, this is going in a completely different direction than I thought I, that it was going to go. Yeah, and no. This is nuts. I right mean, now. I remember seeing the, the Vision Ultron poster uh, before the whole season even started. And I saw the stones on him, but I was like, oh, maybe he's a part of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Right. Um, I didn't really pieced together that he was going to be a villain because also I think Thanos was on the poster so I was like oh Thanos is going to be the villain mm-hmm. and you you just see Vision and you think oh Vision was able to tame Ultron and they're able to be one but it's actually the opposite so that's it kind of was a little like kind of like a little um, trick I guess that they they played yeah. like they kind of put him in like what is it Ah, plain sight and we just were mm-hmm. like oh no that's not the villain that's the villain i was really hoping that james spader was gonna voice ultron mm-hmm. man man that was the only underwhelming thing for me was not having a as powerful voice as james spader if not james spader. i still like the name i still like the voice did a good job ultron, definitely for yeah, sure. he did a really good mm-hmm. job um he seemed kind of robotic in a sense i think there was the part of that episode where Natasha calls him and she's like, can I order a large pizza? And he's like, who is this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I am searching your geo coordinates or something like that. Mm-hmm, I was like, oh. mm-hmm. Yeah, showing showing the kind of uh, 
the brutal aftermath. I mean, I've, oh, I really man. wish that they would have had Hawkeye the Winter Soldier with his robotic arm. Mm. That would have been dope. I thought that they were going that route. But, um, you know, just showing like the dystopian, you know, everything just got messed up and kind of like showing how that happened, kind of going in the, into the back story of that. And they just happened to be in space or else, um, you know, because that, that was a big thing for a lot of people for Age of Ultron is him getting into the internet, people were like, okay, well, movies should have been over already. Like, if he's in the internet now, like, it's a wrap. Like, for all the information that he can get. So I liked how What If kind of showed, like, yeah, he would have went off, went after the nukes. Like, that's an easy call. Sent them off before anyone could do anything. And here we go. Yeah, no. um, The dystopian look, um, pretty much them... Uh, Natasha Romanoff and Clint being the only people left on Earth to defeat an AI. I think he had the stones already because yes. that's Thanos pretty mm-hmm. much got split in half. Um, mm-hmm. So easy. They pretty man. much had to, they had to fight. That was, that was a little plot hole. That was like a plot device. Like, come on, fam. Like, Thanos hey, isn't going to. I, I, mean, I think it, it kind of just shows. How else was I mean, he? How else was he supposed to get the stone so easily for the vision? Up with that I mean, it would have been great never, to at least see them fight each other, like at least try a little bit. Yeah, but I it think, keeps pointing to the fact that Thanos is done. Like it's on to the next phase. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and think keep, more so about the whole like fight of him splitting them so easy is like. Vision was never healthy when he encountered Thanos, so he couldn't do that at first. Yeah. But it just goes to show if Vision was healthy, he would have easily yeah. like it would. And if he dumb. had like a killer instinct, like Vision yeah. was too innocent. Mm-hmm. Ultron, yeah, he would hesitate. Like, yeah, yeah. Ultron took out Jarvis like in a heartbeat. So right. Ultron was ready for for that action at any time, and he was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna just annihilate this guy real quick. I don't yeah. need to. I don't need to know anything about him. I'm not curious about him." Yeah. <laughs> I'm I curious about what he armor. has. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the armor he made was super cool. It looks like a knight. Yeah. I that, that was, was sick. really cool. Um, yeah. Other than that, you, I mean, this, what, what were we going to say? Do you guys think now, before we jump into the finale episode, um, since the multiverse is a thing, as we know in the MCU, and what if we know that it's now tied in, are we getting a live action watcher? We do know. have live action watchers already. I don't know if it'll be Jeffrey Wright. They could technically. I they hope could. that they don't. Honestly, I like the design of. I agree. The of, watchers already of the watchers already. You know that mm. was in, that were in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. I right. think that they look great, and I'd rather keep that. If they like make Jeffrey Wright into a watcher, I'd be a little. I think they can still make it look how they want and use his voice. Maybe use his voice for it. Yeah. Yeah, but pull a silver surfer, pull a silver surfer type. But may, yeah, I mean, maybe they just with, might. Yeah, they might just keep him in what if you know. I mean, he's pretty. He's like the staple character. Obviously, right. he's a narrator, so I think right, yeah. I think they'll keep him where he's at. Um, it was just so crazy mode. when Ultron discovered him. Yeah, you know, not even the Watcher was, was realizing. Literally, the Watcher was yeah. narrating he was, as he was yeah. finding out about him. Yeah, He's, he senses was a greater, beautiful. a greater being, a greater being, not in his universe. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was I beautiful. I was you. like, "Yo, that's so dope." That like, yeah. but then also like, you're kind of dumb. Like you're just saying this. Like, where you, where's your teleprompter? Like, what are you reading off yeah. of? And you can't tell that. Hey, this is about to be bad. Yeah, and not then only he that. Turned around and he looked at him. He's like, "Oh, yep." 
Not only that, bro, but the Watcher had hands, bro. I was really happy. Yeah. The, oh, his like armor, the next his armor episode. was crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the his next armor episode kind of. Was that? No, no, no. no. He, he, no, that no. was in that episode. In that episode, they were the fighting. They were fighting through the multiverse. Yeah. They did like a Dragon Ball Z type of fight. Like it mm. smashed around through places. And that was really dope how they went to the Star Wars locations or at least locations yeah. that look like it because. Mm. You go into Mustafar and go into that other planet. I, didn't I was pick like, that up. this is crazy. It's so dope. Yeah. That so, one also reminded me of Invincible. Yes. Like smashing yeah. through everything. That was the type of Invincible fight yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. And like, uh, yeah, like I was I was looking up some still shots after that episode and um, uh, somebody like zoomed in and you can kind of see Darth Vader's castle like oh, wow. in the yeah, corner. Yeah, I a did bit. see so, that. I remember was, um, I sent that photo to my friends and they're like is that really in there they're like is darth vader like this do they show darth vader i'm like nah they just have the castle <laughs> but it's kind of cool because like it just reminds me of star wars yeah. visions where you know we're not right. doing a quick dive on that but it kind of has this multiverse effect and like mm. now that i'm thinking about it you might as well take star wars that that route like right yeah. that's the only way that we're gonna get really yeah. really good it's, stories it's definitely that. not the first star wars easter egg though and what if so not i think that's no. they're, they're definitely hinting towards something i guess maybe yeah. that's not canon because uh, that's probably the only way they can really do it mm-hmm. um but well yeah. now that we know the watcher has hands we can kind of jump so, bro like it they, like <laughs> whoever created the watcher had to know like celestials like mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just lets us know as well. Like the Watcher's stronger than Thanos, right? Oh, because yeah. this Thanos got washed. Yeah, so the I fact mean, that the Watcher's able to keep up. The Watcher says he's like you. You can't comprehend the power that I obtain, or something like that. Yeah, you so, can't comprehend my will. I don't think he really was using his full potential. I think he was holding definitely because, and that's because in the back of his head, he's thinking, "I can't break my oath." I'm I'm interfering already, not because I chose to, but because it happened. So I can I should already hold back what i could you know um, i feel like i should know the answer to like who created the watcher because that's that's probably been said before in in right. comic books i don't think it's the celestials because the celestials technically are for each universe so mm-hmm. they would still well, fall under that category the the celestials were pretty much they made the watchers to watch like the planet so you know how like eagle planted um, like those plants on Earth yeah. and the different yeah, yeah, yeah. The watchers were yeah. supposed to watch that technically. Mm. Um, so the Celestials were the ones pretty much who were putting them there, and the Celestials can watch all of them. So that's when they created the yeah. watchers. That's I, I saw a video on it. I'm not really too nice like, keen on it, but that's what I heard. So I was like, oh, okay. So I wonder if we're gonna get some of that in in Eternals, since we are gonna see the the Celestials mm. uh, yeah. and what they Possibly. create. So. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Gang. For this last episode. Um, episode nine. Episode nine. Guardians of the Multiverse. Yes. I, what is, that's the the official title is episode nine. What if the Watcher broke his oath? So obviously we get that in episode eight where Watcher already breaks his oath by fighting Ultron. But yeah, he, he takes it a little bit further without, I guess, him being the one to break the yeah. oath. More so him defeating Ultron. Yeah, him just defending gro- himself, you know, somebody like basically coming after him. Right. So he, he establishes the Guardians of the Multiverse. So we have, let's see, we have T'Challa Lord. And this is so amazing because we're getting everybody from basically every episode. 
Mm-hmm. Almost. At, at one point. There's at a few one people point. where I was like, why didn't this person join? Why didn't right. that person join? So just to go down yeah. the list, we get uh, Captain Carter, first Avenger, right? Okay. We do get T'Challord. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get uh, Doctor Strange Supreme. Mm-hmm. Dope. Um, Eric, Eric Killmonger. And then Interesting we get choice. That's the one I was like, hmm. But I, right. I, I kind of got the, I kind of got why at the end. Right. Um, and then of course we get, um, we get Thor, the only child Thor. And party Thor. one party Thor. And then one more that we'll, we'll touch base on. Let's kind of just touch base on it now yeah. to get it out the way. Natasha Romanoff. Mm, not the one I'm thinking of, but yes, we get Natasha oh, Romanoff. But not the one. <laughs> well, it's gonna be. Good morning. Oh. Gamora. Oh yeah, Gamora. So, yes. what, so for those that don't know, I'll just touch base on it real quick, then we'll jump back into episode nine. There were supposed to be ten episodes of What If. What ended up happening was due to the pandemic, the animation in the episode was not ready. So I'm just going to read it verbatim really quick. Um, AC Bradley, the showrunner for What If, said basically what happened was we originally had an episode planned for earlier in the season that was fun, lighthearted, living, breathing, Tony Stark-centric no, episode with Gamora. And basically, we get Gamora, Gamora, who was the sole survivor of Sakaar, and she successfully killed Thanos. So we get her in getting pulled in, and then we get the funny little nod like, no, Stark, not you. And we mm-hmm. see Tony Stark in the Hulkbuster outfit, one that's very fitting for space. And that episode is actually supposed to come into fruition episode, uh, sorry, season two of yeah. What If. Yeah, wow. that should be cool. I'm excited yeah, for that. I'm I mean, excited for that. It sucks th- that they didn't include it, but yeah, because I mean, when when he went to go recruit Gamora, I was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Yeah, what is going on here?" Like, right. what happened? Like, so I paused Tony's, the episode. Yeah. I paused the episode and went back to the episode list. Like, yo, did I miss a week? Yeah, like am I <laughs> am I tripping? Yeah, and I was like, no. And then I looked it up right away, and yeah. it says it got delayed because they even put out the poster like. I think the week of they did. Uh, the episode was going to come out. It was Gamora. And I was like, oh, we're finally getting the Gamora episode. Mm-hmm, and then right, no, okay. and not not even. So I was like, what the heck? That's weird. Yeah. I yeah. wish they would have kind of told us that early on. So that way you can. So it, it's a good too. thing, though, because we do get it hinted and we do see that Tony Stark and Gamora are either a team. They could be partners. Yeah, it's like, hard to tell, really. It, exactly. And then we do get the funny little nod to, no, Stark, not you. And I did see a meme that was like, no, you can't come because you're going to get God again. So I'm saving your life. Just the <laughs> whole, that duo alone, just like, you try to think, how can they meet? And it just doesn't click. doesn't yeah. make sense. But they do it somehow. So that's cool. What yeah. if season two, I am excited for you. That's yeah. all I'm yeah, going to say. For sure. And so let's jump back into episode nine. So we get the Guardians of the Multiverse. And then um, the Watcher does bring them all into a pub setting, which is from Captain Carter's memories mm-hmm. of uh, her and Steve Rogers, which is kind of brought up at the end of the episode. Um, but he tells them their mission. And I get so hyped and overwhelmed with like, yo, we're going to see all these like uh, basically brand new Avengers. Yeah. 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 I mean, Pretty much. Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah. Pretty much. It's an Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a full team up, which Marvel loves to do. And with characters that we haven't seen at all. Right. Team I up, mean, Killmonger. Alone, uh, yeah, Black, it was really crazy. And, and not even, I mean, mm-hmm. technically not Black Panther, Killmonger, and uh, T'Challa. Were, yeah. So and I, you know what I also like? I like that Strange Supreme has absorbed so much that he's almost a watcher himself. Like right. he's privy, he's able to communicate with the watcher in a way that the watcher feels like he has a friend. 
kind of now. Like yeah, somebody he says it at the end. Who could like, just like talk to him. Order? Yeah. That's and it's just like saying. it's it's super cool to me because like when they went when he went back to that point, that was like a good interconnectivity of all of the episodes. It's like, right. yeah, you should go back to that pocket dimension where there's nothing there because that's the only a place where you can hide. And yeah, Strange right. Supreme is just like, welcome back, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not only that, but yeah. we don't even know. Like, there's no concept of time at all. So we don't know behind the scenes oh. that wasn't shown on screen how how much that Strange Supreme and the Watcher actually talked. That's true. I I, I think that was the only time. I think because he I, left I would assume more, that. but again, I could be completely wrong. And just yeah. Yeah, because that yeah. he would be interfering and that would break his oath, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. But one I'm, of the cool things that I was going to say, my fault, didn't mean to cut yeah. you off, but the inclusion of Winter Soldier mm. in, in the episode of like Captain Carter going through the Winter Soldier situation uh, of right. like fighting, yeah. um, fighting Batrock. Uh, uh, Batrock. Yes, it was so fire. That they did the boat scene. I was like, this is one of the one of the greatest Captain America scenes that ever that we've ever seen. And right. they recreated it pretty awesome. And George mm-hmm. St. Pierre, you know, reprised his uh his yeah, role he's as Batrock. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think dead. it's so cool I, that he got that role. And I think they'll go back to it. I mean, they kind of hinted towards something for season two so that means bad truck is still alive technically in that yeah. universe which mm-hmm. is cool to see george st pierre to not lose his job yeah time. yeah but um yeah no the episode is really action-packed um the the stones look cool the animation was just really cool thor shouting viva las vegas and, i'm dead and no, nothing happening to ultron I'm... when he like is zapping him yeah he's like what <laughs> he's like i can say i've never heard that battle call before yeah it's like fam i'm full of vibranium and have the infinity stones it's an absolute nightmare it's it's literally a nightmare it's it's Mm -hmm. the most powerful thing that we've ever seen in the mcu Mm -hmm. technically and i think that they displayed it really well you know strange supreme had to pull out he was just everything he could everything he could yeah and I you like know. that they set that episode up early so you it really sits with you like knowing that you know what's going to happen with Doctor Strange even when he was sitting alone it's like oh he'll be back for sure. Right. You know though something's going to happen and Doctor Strange literally was the MVP of the episode of the um, whole season. <laughs> yeah, of the whole season. I mean really with the protection spell he helped everybody and eventually Ultron noticed if I kill you I kill everybody easy, you know, because he was getting frustrated. He's like, I've killed people with a single thought. Like, why can't, right. why won't you die? Um, and then at that point, he really just unleashes, like, I don't even know what it is. It's like a blast or like some type of, it's like a every, like an ongoing blast. It does not mm-hmm. stop. And right. everybody's just kind of like in place, can't move. Um, Dr. Strange is trying to hold it back as much as they can. And this is where the, episode before kind of ties um natasha romanoff back in right because of the arrow the um what is it the, the usb virus? basically yeah, yeah that they got have, from zoloff yeah we get zoloff's in, algorithm winter soldier yeah and winter soldier they they basically go to the bunker again and um, they absorb zoloff into an arrow um, zola yeah no, no i was saying zoloff my bad zola so <laughs> yeah. yeah you're good um, um but yeah no, I, th- I, I thought that was cool that they still 
there's still mm-hmm. Armin Zola somewhere. And I think even Natasha said that, yeah, like, yeah, we didn't get rid of them all. Like, but uh, what is it? Hydra doesn't die, it multiplies. Yeah. Mm. And it was cool that it went back to her universe, like, to fight everybody because they knew that if they fought him in any other universe, it's going to annihilate everyone. Yeah. So might as well go to, a, a, like, a desolate place. Mm. At the same time, Killmonger is over there scheming. Yeah. Stay scheming. I don't, I don't know. At first, I was like, why didn't they get Captain Marvel or the Hulk or the actual vision? No, well, Captain Marvel tried to fight him and it didn't work. But that was in a different universe because there was multiple Captain Marvels and that he could have picked from. As far as we know, it's an absolute point for her to get washed by him. So (laughs) you never know, man. We can't, we got to use, we got to use Captain Marvel. I I think that that they didn't they did so much fan service for Captain Marvel in the original and in the main MCU that they were like yeah let's let's just uh we'll, we'll show that she's powerful but she doesn't need to be the star Jeez. in this one. It's like she's so powerful, really really powerful mid movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was crazy when uh when they unleashed um the zombies. I was like, oh wow, like they brought the zombies in. Yes, that was and, my favorite uh, callback of the season is that we get yeah. well Although not I only was that hoping that we got Thanos zombie. That's who I thought was gonna pop in. <laughs> or Spider-Man. Go, go watch. I'm no. surprised that I'm surprised that I think that timeline is gonna that timeline is gonna oh yeah that timeline I think will take place in next season. In next season, yeah. So yeah. what I was thinking was gonna happen is that we well, I mean, it kind of happened. We get zombie Wanda, the zombie Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. seeing another vision. Yeah. I think she realized that too, but she realized it wasn't him. Right. You know, she she can feel him. But obviously, the zombie Wanda isn't as strong. I mean, we even saw that with Clint. When he was a zombie, he missed, which she never misses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It was pretty cool, though, to see her fight him and then obviously get obliterated. I, I bet that in the timeline of them getting to Thanos zombie and like them thinking that it's all over, that's when they actually disappear into the other multiverse. And um, that kind of saves them because they're like, oh, snap, we don't have to fight the zombies. And yeah. then that's going to continue the episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like from there. So, yeah. We'll um, see. Yeah, that that that's all. That's the only thing. I feel like we should have had Sorcerer Spidey in the Guardians of the of the Multiverse. That would have been a nice, nice little yeah. addition. It, it just leaves a good chunk of like of what's to come, right? Yeah, that's true. Like Marvel definitely didn't disappoint us with this series. Um, mm-hmm. And I say series because I mean, obviously, like it's not just a season where we get, you know, WandaVision. That's one season. We get mm-hmm. Loki. One story, that's yeah. a series, but we also get Falcon Winter Soldier. That's a season, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm I'm looking forward to like what's to come. Yeah. What other what ifs we're gonna get and get things to tie together. Yeah. Uh, it's just so. It's not even just fan service, bro. It's just like we're we're getting, getting brand new content. We're getting, getting brand new content. We're watching mm-hmm. these comics come to life. Like mm-hmm. it's just so crazy and something that. I don't think any of us would have fathomed t- yeah, ten years no. ago if this was nah, not at all, not at all, man. And and who knows who we can get live action because a lot of these actors, Killmonger, are, are you know are still playing these characters. So yep. you know the episode ends with Killmonger um, absorbing the 
uh, getting the Infinity Stones, and Zola ends up taking over Vision's body, and they mm-hmm. are trapped in in a in a power struggle, which I thought was pretty crazy that they picked Killmonger to get the stones. Um, it just goes I, to show like how powerful like he gets to like I don't yeah. know what he's gonna do even with that kind of power. Like, what, well, he what said he, it. He said he's like we can get everything we ever wanted because it goes back to me saying the absolute point. Like the only way Eric Killmonger can be Black Panther and not mm-hmm. be messed with is if he uses the stones. Same thing with Doctor Strange. If he uses the stones, he gets the love of his life back. Peggy gets um, uh, Steve, Steve back, and right. Natasha gets her world back. You know, mm-hmm. like that's what he saw. But I think the reason they used Eric is because they knew that. There was going to be, as Dr. Strange said, it, he's like, we were never supposed to win. We were just mm-hmm. supposed to separate the stones from the body. And the right. only way to do that is if somebody was able to figure out how to take the stones off um, so easily, I guess. I don't know. Because yeah. if it wasn't going to be Eric, it was going to definitely be um, Zola. Zola. And that probably would have just would have been the same thing. So it had to be two people trying to fight over it and. That was the yeah. point. Doctor Strange the, was like, "All right, this is it. This is the." Not only that, but the do. Watcher is helping that specific universe out by pulling Killmonger out of that situation. Yeah, so, yeah. Happy that's ending. True. It seems Happy like ending. it's, it's a yeah. win-win for everybody, and um, you know, I liked how they did it, and Natasha played a, a pretty big role, um, also, and um, I love uh, just like the yeah. where they took her. You know how they kind of showed, like, "Hey, this is a." That was cool. I love that they showed that universe again. Yeah, Captain America and Captain Marvel is just so dope. That's something we haven't seen before, Mm -hmm. and that was so cool to see them fighting together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool. I thought that overall, boys. I need your guys' ratings for season one of What If. Um, I I give it, I give Uh, it a seven. I give a it a seven, seven out of ten. Okay. I give it a seven out I of give ten. It an eight. Yeah, eight. Uh, I would give it about an eight as well. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I th- I think that this is just a start. Um, I want to give animation's going to get better. Yeah, I want to give them room to get even better than this. So mm. I kind of like. Uh, I think that uh, even though uh, Vision Ultron is exciting. Um, what can they I think, do now? What What can they do exactly? But like, you have the Loki shows. You have Falcon that hasn't really been brought into it as Captain America. You have um, Kang that could be in it. You have all of these other characters that are starting to get introduced that are getting a little bit more yeah, prominent. This is literally so, like phase one through four movies, or one right. through four, one through three, one through three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, nobody else after that. Like we, we'll no. get a Shang Chi, I think. Exactly. Um, maybe or we might even get an Eternals. That that'll right. be crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah, so there's like, a there's, lot. Just, there's a lot that they can do. We can get Fantastic Four. We can get mutants. We can get so much that they have on the horizon of what's to come. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited about how it's going to go, and I think that um, Marvel's taking a, a positive step in the right direction. Yes. Right. Overall, I think Marvel's found a great way to bring back old fans if they've lost them or continue to grab those new fans and kind of just keep the generation going. Because obviously it started 10 years ago. We were kids 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So compared to Speak how old we yourself. are now. Look, man, <laughs> not all of us can be as old as you. But nonetheless, I'm excited yeah. to watch season two with you guys. Yeah, and of course, yeah. just continue. 
continue podcasting with you guys. If you guys have a podcast that you want to start up, hit up Productive Culture. Shout out to them powering this stream. Yes, Productiveculture.com backslash podcast on the SoundFlick boy sent you. That being said, we uh, mm-hmm. relatively kept the quick dive quick, boys. Very yeah. proud of us. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, but uh, we'll, sort of. We'll, we'll yeah, we, yeah, it's a long season. It's a long season. <laughs> we did. Come on, come on now. But um, yeah, thank you again, and uh, we will catch you next time. Peace.